0: everyone so thank you so much for tuning in i'm wondering did you know that you can now join ask the tarot every thursday at 9 p.m eastern live on spotify that's right live but we all know the best part of tarot isn't just listening it's getting your own cards read have a question about your future or your past maybe about your love life or your career i want to hear from you All you have to do is download the Spotify Live app in your app store or click the link in our episode descriptions to sign up for free. Then follow Ask the Tarot in the Spotify Live app to get notified every time I go live and hear what the Tarot has in store. Why miss out on that? Hello, spooky people. It is Michelle T. Thanks for coming to another edition of Ask the Tarot Live, the Spotify live room where you can get your tarot cards read. Um, this is how we do it. There's a little hand, you know, you just raise your hand and I'll try and call on as many of you as I possibly can. Um, if you feel a little shy, or (laughs) long-winded, either way, you can find me on Instagram. My handle is at Michelle Tease, T-E-A-Z. And you can just send me your question there. I won't get to it today, but I hope to get to it At another day, I got a lot of questions. I got like 45, 46 questions right now. So I'll get through as many of them as I can. Plus, you know, these live questions with you guys in the room. Um, So I'm Michelle T. I'm the host of the Your Magic uh, podcast on Spotify. I'm the author of Modern Tarot. I have a brand new book out called Knocking Myself Up about how I went about uh, getting myself pregnant uh, when I was 40 years old and had no partner and no health insurance. Uh, So you can find that. And I think that's all I want to tell you right now. Um, except that I love you, all of you, and I'm just gonna jump in to some questions. This is, this one's a doozy, you guys. This one came into my Instagram. I'm going to start with that. Happy Thursday, everybody. Indeed. We do this every Thursday evening, six o'clock on the West Coast, nine o'clock on the East Coast. If you like this and you want to hear back episodes because it's so fun to listen to tarot readings, just go uh, onto Spotify. Look for in the your magic uh, feed. You'll find back episodes of Ask the Tarot. Okay. So you guys check this out. Um a few months ago, I confessed my love for one of the girls I mentioned in a previous question. This is somebody who called, who you know, sent it something into me previously. Um, she said she had crush feelings for me too. I became obsessed with her. Turns out she had no intentions of developing anything with me, but still wants to hang out a lot, even though she knows I'm head over heels. I am crushed and having trouble understanding what this lady is about. I've become a full-blown alcoholic to deal with this, and I'm trying my darndest to get sober, but it sucks. I still have a really nice boyfriend who wants to marry me. I love him, but I have never felt as strongly about him as I do about her. She has a boyfriend too, but she complains about him all the time to me and I don't get it. I know I sound like a maniac. Can the tarot tell me what to do? I guess my question is, is my queerness another addiction? Am I just looking for highs or is my current boyfriend a nice sober choice? I'll appreciate as I get more sober. Wow. There's a lot to unpack here, you guys. It is a doozy, Jamie. There's a lot to unpack here. Where do I even want to start? Well, of course, I'm going to start with my own goddamn opinion. But I don't worry. I hit the tarot. The tarot has to say what the tarot has to say. You know, on a good day, me and the tarot agree, but sometimes we don't. So we'll see what happens. But I just want to say, this crush. Um, you don't sound like a maniac quarant. What should we call quarant? We'll call quarant obsessed. These are their words, not mine. Okay, we'll call quarant obsessed. So you know. The, the you don't sound like a maniac, but you sound like, um, you are like almost in love for the first time or something. Like, I'm wondering if you even like, have you had, um, interactions with girls before? Have you explored your queerness? Is this the first time? Is it hitting you really hard? Um, are you somebody who can be with guys, but actually it's a way more synced up, um, and, you know, overwhelming at times, um, chemistry to be you know, with another girl or something. I don't know. You're not a maniac, but I got to tell you, this girl is totally playing you. I don't know that she's necessarily doing that on purpose. It sounds like she is also kind of a mess right now, but um, this is bad. I mean, there are definitely people out there Tell me if you feel me, you guys. There are people who just like intrigues. They like having people that they know have feelings for them just around them. Um, somebody called people like that once orbiters before that they like to have a lot of people in their orbit. It makes them feel sexy, confident, sure of themselves. They're in love with being pursued, says Ani. Yes, they're in love of being pursued. So, you know, this is like not cool of this person to, you know, confess her feelings and then you confess the same, and then she's like, psych. Let's hang out, though. I mean, I just think you're like, oh, actually, bye bye um, I'm sorry that this has triggered some problem drinking for you. Um, you know, this is, I mean, I'm an alcoholic and I got sober in a particular way that I have, you know, a particular bank of knowledge about it that is you know, maybe a little specific, it doesn't fit for everyone, but it fits for a lot of people. I think if you're an alcoholic, you're just an alcoholic, you know what I mean? And like, if this is what triggered it, something else would trigger it down the line. Um, and it's something that you probably have to deal with. And you know something, again, as a person who's an alcoholic, a lot of people who have that kind of sensitivity to alcohol, also into substances, they're also, you also have a sensitivity to the own chemicals that your brain pumps out when you're in love or in lust. I mean, it sounds like to me that this experience has just given you such an explosion of brain chemicals. I mean, you know, the brain chemistry of love and attraction is so wild, you guys. I mean, if you have not looked into it, please do. It's so enlightening and fascinating. There's like one of the chemicals that your brain pumps out when you're super initially wild about somebody is like akin to cocaine. The same effect on your body is like cocaine. So yeah. Do you want to drink in the face of all that? You probably do. I mean, I know that I would, but um, are you an alcoholic or not? I don't know. You're trying to get sober and it sucks. Well, you know, if you need to get sober because you are an alcoholic, I promise you it will suck more to keep drinking. Um, I just want to address some questions. Is your queerness another addiction? No. Queerness is not an addiction. A sexual orientation is not an addiction. Can people become addicted to love and sex and other people? Yeah. Again, because of these brain chemicals, right? So if you're someone who's sensitive to that, you're going to have to learn how to stay in yourself, right? Stay in your own body and stay true to yourself while you're in the throes of these really powerful feelings. And that is really hard, right? Um, Are you looking for highs? You might be. You might be looking for highs. But does that mean you should settle for a relationship with somebody that, you know, doesn't necessarily do it for you in order to avoid the powerful love-addictive feelings. I don't know that that, I mean, it's a, it is a strategy. I don't know if it's the best one, but that's what I think about all of it. Let's see what the tarot has to say. I picked some cards, and I asked some questions that nobody asked me to ask, but I had to ask the tarot myself. So the first question I asked is, what does it look like for you to keep hanging out with this girl right to keep you know in in this in the cycle that you're in right now, okay, the loop that you're in right now? um I'm picking with a deck called the American Renaissance Tarot. It's really cool. It's about America in the eighteen hundreds and the sort of spiritual renaissances that were happening and also in literature and whatnot um and politically with you know the abolition abolitionists at work and the, the civil war happening um okay, so anyway, the very first card. You got two court cards. You got the Queen of Wands and the King of Cups. Now, the Queen of Wands is really dynamic. She's super on fire. Um, She's sexy. She's kind of powerful. I'm getting a feeling that this is maybe the vibe of this girl is like Queen of Wands energy, that she seems like she's got a lot and you want to be near her fire, right? The second court card is the King of Cups. I'm kind of thinking that maybe that's you. The King of Cups is really emotional and you are definitely in your feelings right now. Um, You know, when he's well-played, the King of Cups, you know, knows how to manage his feelings, but, you know, the shadow side of the King of Cups um, or low vibe or whatever you want to call it is like just kind of way emotional and just not doing a good job of managing emotions. So, okay, great. That's you guys. But the third card, the card in the middle is what I really, what really gave me a lot of information. It's the Ten of Swords, okay? nothing's ever going to happen with this person. It's done. It's done. You're not going to hang around and then, you know, get to suddenly, you know, hook up with her, have a relationship with her. It looks bad. I got to tell you guys too, though, the Ten of Swords in this deck is like um, Edgar Allan Poe getting like stabbed with a bunch of quill pens. (laughs) It's really amazing. Um, So we know the Ten of Swords, right? The Ten of Swords is like not good. It's like, but it's also the worst has happened. So in a sense, the worst has already happened. You're sitting in the best it's ever going to get. You know, it's the end of it. She, you know, she has a feeling for you. It triggered all these feelings for you. It triggered emotions that you don't know how to handle. So you turn to alcohol. It's a bad coping mechanism. You're seeing that. Okay. You got to get away from this girl. Okay. Now, what does it look like if you stay with your boyfriend? Okay. The very first card that came up was, um, lover, which is really, it's the lover's card. It's called lover in this deck. And that's so interesting because, you know, when the lover's card comes up, it means we're being, um, call to make a choice. Okay. So the lover's card comes up when we need to make a really significant choice and it's usually about committing or not committing. Okay. And so, you know, with the lover's card coming up with this guy, it's like, okay, are you going to choose to be with him? It seems like if you choose to be with him, you're going to end up like married, right? Cause that's the track he's on. And it seems like you're, you deciding to be with him is not because you think that he's, you know your soulmate it's because it feels safe right so what's safer than marriage i mean as a divorced person let me tell you it's not but you know what i mean um okay six of swords is the next card so that is showing me that like it does it is going to feel like it's a smarter move i mean if you're only looking between the black and white of it right if you're only looking at this situation like do i stay hanging out with this girl who's manipulating me freaking the fuck out and drinking too much or do i go with this you know nice guy who's who's nice and and maybe get sober obviously that seems like the better thing to do right but your last card here is the 7 of cups and the 7 of cups is a big card of like fantasy and like wishing for things and to me i just feel like yes it is a better choice than being with this girl but you're going to be haunted not necessarily by her although maybe by her um you're going to be haunted you actually might end up haunted by her and here's why if you run from your queerness into this straight relationship, she is going to come to represent queerness to you and your psyche. Like queerness isn't going to be what it truly is, which is a vast, vast, you know, array of beautiful people in the world and ways of thinking and ways of expressing yourself and communities and cultures to belong to. Queerness is just going to be this person and you're going to be haunted by her and maybe haunted by your potential queerness as well. Okay, I picked some other cards. I picked this card. I asked this question. What does it look like for you to not stay with the manipulative girl and to also not hide in your straight relationship, not to go running and hiding? Totally not fair to your boyfriend, by the way, either. Um, what does it look for you like for you to say, holy shit, I'm freaking out. I'm having a total meltdown. I think I'm queer. Um, I certainly am more queer than I realize at the very least. Um, I have the potential to have really big feelings um, and these other types of connections. And I need to be by myself and figure my shit out and learn how to regulate myself, you know, when confronted with powerful attraction and powerful feelings, I need to be alone. What does it look like if you go away from both of them obsession? Okay. So the first, (laughs) the first card that I drew for that is the nine of wands. And in this, it's a picture of somebody being arrested. Um, and so, you know, someone's freedom being taken away. So it looks like, Initially, that might feel like a little bit of a punishment for you, like kind of hard emotionally to figure out how to be alone. And I got to say, you know, I'm seeing little like red flags for sort of sex and love addiction in this. And if that is true, and you do have like a little bit of like a tendency towards sex and love addiction, deciding to be alone is going to feel like a punishment, even though it's not, even though it's probably ultimately really good for you, it's going to feel like a punishment at first. And then you got the tower card. Now, does this make it seem like you should not be by yourself? No, this makes it seem like even more because when I'm, when I, you know, the question I asked the tarot here was like, should you like go away and figure your shit out and you get the tower. It's like, wow, yeah, you're gonna be a totally different person at the other side of this. There's a lot of structures in your life that need to come down um, as you um, integrate this revelation that you're having about yourself, right? The tower is hard. It's not always our enemy though. And this is definitely um, a reading in which I feel like the tower is not your enemy. The tower is asking you to live your fullest, best life. And you might have to do some rough things in order to get there. Your final card though, what comes after the tower is the Ace of Cups. That is such a sigh of relief. The, the, the Ace of Cups is literally about being refreshed. You're just like, oh, it's refreshed. It's rejuvenating. It's like you're back to yourself and you're at the beginning of a new emotional cycle. You're at the beginning of a new emotional journey. Um, will there be more people for you to get obsessed with? Of course. Will you you know, trip over yourself and make some bad decisions? Yes. But- Will you be on a path that is more aligned with your own best interests and really, you know, committed and devoted to actually figuring your shit out and and being in relationships that are really the ones you should be in? And I think that looks like a really good path. Um, again, as an addict of all things, which I am, um, I couldn't not pick some cards over what seemed to me like a lot of like you know, blossoming addiction-y kind of stuff. So I asked here, what does it look like if you um, deal with the fact that you might have like a, a addiction problem or some addiction problems, right? What does that look like for you? And I don't know in what way you would do this. There's certainly a lot of different options. But the first card you got was the chariot. And it's so interesting. The chariot... In this deck, there's a banner on it beneath the horses that are pulling the chariot and it says, Liberator. Oh my God, it is so liberating to be freed from addictions. They're so controlling and they can be exhilarating and give us these kind of weird thrills, but ultimately they're so claustrophobic and they're so... um, oppressive. So the chariot is like a great big yes. And it does talk about setting off on a journey that is hard. You're like, I'm trying to get sober and it sucks. Yeah, it does suck. I don't know how you're doing it. I don't know if you're doing it alone. Getting sober on your own sucks really hard. Um, so, you know, obviously I love 12 step it's out there, but even therapy, even anything, you know, the next card that you have that came up for you for dealing with your addiction is the devil. The devil is the card that represents addiction. I think the best in the tarot, because the 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 point of the devil is really that somebody else is in charge of your soul, right? You've sold your soul to the devil. You're not uh, you're not in control of your own destiny anymore when you when the devil you know is behind the scenes and and controlling you. And so you know, I just also think it's saying that that's really powerful. That devil could also be love, you know, and all the other things that are wrapped up in this addictive energy. But then your final card is the two of swords, which is a card about a card about peace, right? It's about Achieving peace of mind. It's also about having to make some decisions. So uh, obsessed, you've got quite a path ahead of you. Okay, it's not easy. It's not just like the sun card and the star card and you know the three of cups. It's it's hard, but it's like also it seems like it's about growing up in a way too, and like really having to look at who you truly are and get really real about what's best for you. And that is a journey that I think a lot of people can relate to. I think that most everybody goes through that on some level. But, um, you know, if at the other end of it, it just means like you're a a happy, healthy queer person. Oh my God. That's, is there a happier ending than that obsessed? I don't think there is. Okay. Good luck to you. Um, Jamie, it's our sun, moon combo. That's why we're drinking water right now. That's why we never drink water ever. I am a really parched Aquarius.
1: That's really true.
0: Okay. Who's got their hands up in the room. Let's get here in the room. Oh my God. There's so many of you. Okay. Rachel. Here you go. You're up. How can I help you? How can the tarot help you?
2: Hello again. Thank you. Hi. Hi. Um, okay. So basically my question is, um, I've been in a wonderful relationship for over a year. It's been about a year and a half and we've helped each other grow a lot. Um, but we've gotten to the point where I feel like I am growing more and he is more focused on other things. He's a hardworking Capricorn. And uh-huh. uh, what's your sign? Uh, I'm a Virgo. Okay. okay. And um, just with how life is going, i I plan on having a conversation with him just to, you know, explain my needs better. And I just want to know, uh, based on how that conversation goes, um, if what it looks like if i if I choose to stay and work at the relationship or if I choose to um, pick a more independent path.
0: All right, thank you for laying all of that out. So I just was shuffling, thinking about you staying in this relationship, and I picked three cards. And now I'm shuffling, thinking about what if you do pick a more independent path? What does that look like for you? Okay. Let's see. Okay, so the path for staying. Oh okay. All right. So the path for staying, the first card you got is the Knight of Swords. Um, and the Knight of Swords is, it's a very intellectual card, right? He's very intellectual and he's really active. It's about activity, intellectual activity. So, you know, I can see from that, that it is really possible that the conversation you have does persuade you to stay in the relationship and it will make sense to you if you stay. Um, you'll be like, okay, yes, I I know, like, we're going to do this thing. Like probably you have a plan, you know, probably a plan is sort of come to, um, with both of you having that conversation. And then the next card is the adjustment card. And that is a fine card to see. Um, You know, the adjustment card is Libra and it is about like, you know, kind of trying to get a balance. And so, you know, since you, it sounds like you guys are trying to, you're trying to get your needs met. You know, there might be a little bit of that on his end too. He might have some needs. So the adjustment card just to me shows that really giving it your all, it's a major Arcana. So it's, it's a powerful card really giving it your all to try to balance it all out and make it work, right? Making good decisions, really thinking about what harmony between the two of you. I mean, Libra is the card of relationships and harmony and Libra rules the adjustment card. So I can see you guys really working it out. Um, And then the last card though, leaves me a little confused. It's the hermit card. Um, The hermit card generally, when it shows up in relationship questions, really is about um, separating, you know? So the one read I have, my first thought seeing it, was that like, it just might not work. You know, it might be that you do give it one last try and that will probably help you feel good. Like that you really gave it your all. You really tried. You guys really talked things out. But at the end of it, you do need to go away and you need to have that Virgo time, you know, and be independent and be alone. But there's another way to look at this too, right? Which is, can you guys come up with um, a a system, um, you know, a structure within your relationship that actually does give you a ton of independence, you know, that you really need alone time. You maybe need to go away. Like maybe you're the kind of person that needs to go on trips alone, things like that. But you need to have significant time away from your partner because I don't know, is there something about your partner's energy that you feel like you, like, um, does it bring you down? Um, Yeah,
2: it just feels very disconnected.
0: Okay feels a little heavy. It seems like, you know, the thing about the hermit, why he needs to go away is like, he needs to get back to his own essence and not be under other people's influence. And when you're in a relationship, you do influence each other. And ideally that's a sweet thing, right? But if you're needing to take space and make sure you're not, you know, feeling influenced or taking on the energy of your partner, that is a little hard, right? That does look hard. So now here's what it looks like for you to go off and pursue that independent path you know, that you're talking about. The very first card is the Knight of Cups. That's really beautiful. And again, this really um, is more evidence for me that I keep feeling like the Knight of Cups card is so much about self-love and the love that we give ourselves, the sacrifices that we make to put ourselves first. Um, I know that kind of goes against the cancer energy of the Knight of Cups. They're such caretakers, family, and relationships are so important to them. But again and again, this card comes up and I just feel like you leaving you know, if you decide to do that, it's going to be because it feels like a beautiful gift to give yourself, you know? Um, the next card after that, though, is the moon, right? So you can definitely prepare for a season or a, a moment of just feeling like, well, now what the hell do I do? You know, I can see you leaving the relationship and then being filled with a lot of doubt, um, having a lot of, I don't know, insecurity, maybe some anxiety, maybe some delayed separation anxiety, um, you know, like all, all of the... Um, that big, positive, beautiful, like I want to be independent energy that's carrying you out. You know, that's that's like in the sun. That's what that looks like. But once night falls, there's a little, there's some fear there that you're going to have to walk through. But then your your final card in this is the Two of Swords. And in the top deck, especially, it is called Peace. And it is about peace of mind. And it's Moon and Libra and feeling like, you know, I see that as you getting to the other side of that Moon card. And you know, when the Moon card comes for you, all you can do is wait it out. Meditate, take baths, journal, You know, just like let it pass, let the feelings pass. Um, and where you end up is your moon feeling very harmonized and balanced and feeling intellectually like I made a good decision for myself. Does that all make sense?
2: Yeah, no, it definitely makes sense. Um Yeah, it's uh it's with you saying Libra so much, I just keep having another person pop into my head, which makes me feel horrible. Uh but um
0: yeah, no, everything Uh Oh, are you crushed out on a Libra? I just pulled the love card. Um, <laughs>
2: oh, wow. This is so embarrassing. Um,
0: yeah. I- oh, <laughs> embarrassing. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's always more to the stories, right? Um, wow. That's interesting. Do you think that is part of what you might talk to your, um, boyfriend about it, like opening things up so that you could explore something with this person or is that not going to work? No, definitely, that's not work. definitely. I just pulled the five of discs for that. That's not going to work. Wow.
2: He's the least person from my past and he's in a relationship um, and I'm just, just going to keep it a distant crush because I, I don't want to... I don't want to be a bad person.
0: And yeah. It's, I mean, you know, unfortunately when relationships are begun in that way where, you know, there's a little bit of shadiness happening and people aren't above board and other people are getting hurt. Like it does cast a sort of pall, like a shadow over that relationship. I mean, if you and this other person which I also picked the nine of cups happiness about this person. So if there really is like a potential for you guys to be together, you really want to honor it and honor yourself and each other and do it in a good way. You know what I mean? Um, Oh my gosh. It looks like there might be something there. Hasn't this reading just gone in a totally different direction? Emily's like the tarot always knows. Um, I just picked three cards for you in this Libra. The first card is pleasure card. It's another cups card. You keep getting all the really beautiful cups, emotional cards for this person. Um, the pleasure is the six of cups. It's beautiful. It's about joy and happiness and feeling emotionally full. Um, it's really lovely. But then the next card that you have is the Capricorn card. Okay. It's the queen of discs. She's the court card that represents Capricorn. Um, and I think that's just showing that you're in a relationship, right? Um, and then the, ne- the last card is the princess of swords and she's destroying everything. She's just tearing the temple down. Um, And she's not a bad card. I mean, she's tearing the temple down because the temple is corrupt and it should not be standing. So um, do you know if this person has feelings for you?
2: Um, We've had a fling and he is in the armed forces. So he was um, in another country and now he's going to be returning back to the States um, where his girlfriend is also. And uh, yeah, so we had a week, thing. Uh, earlier this year
0: okay it looks like that is something that's really significant i just picked the the ace of wands i picked the lovers um it just seems like you know the prince of swords is usually tearing down a structure she's very drastic but she usually is drastic because the situation's drastic and if you are meant to be with this person and they're meant to be with you and you're in a relationship that's not giving you the things that you want um you know, it, it just might be that the Princess of Swords is coming to help you tear it down. All right.
2: I got a lot of meditation
0: to do. You do. Oh, my God, Rachel. Good luck to you. Wow. Okay. We really we're We're just wishing you happiness in the easiest way towards whatever it is that you want. <laughs> okay. Bye-bye. Thank you. Oh, my goodness. The tarot always knows. It's so true. Um, Anissa it's your birthday happy birthday is it anissa or anissa you are um oh you're you're uh you're you're i can't uh, hear you you have to i'm actually i actually pulled you up i'm not on the chat uh, hello 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 happy birthday thank you're welcome you. do you have a question for the tarot
3: um no
0: not really <laughs> well that's what a reading is you need to have a question How about I'm going to, I'm going to give you a little birthday card right now. I'm going to pick a little card for you. Okay. Since just as a little birthday present, that's right here. You got the hermit. It's the Virgo card. This is going to be a big Virgo year for you. Don't be afraid to do things alone and just be as into yourself as possible. You're welcome. (laughs) Bye-bye. Oh my God, you guys, I'm happy to read all of your cards. I mean, nothing makes me happier, really, but you can have a question when you come up here. Sometimes the question is just like you need a vibe check, right? Which is fine. That's always fine. Okay, here is a mellow question that came in after that really intense one uh, that came in a little that I read earlier. Um, I've had a lot of big changes in my life recently from moving to a brand new school to starting nursing school and a brand new job. Plenty to work with here. I was just hoping for a general sense of what to expect, or how to keep myself from getting overwhelmed. Okay, no problem. Um, I grabbed the Aquarius Tarot, which is a very kind of old, ye olde art deco-y deck. Um, The very first card that I pulled for you is the Knight of Rods, which is the Knight of Wands. That is action upon action. Yeah, this is a lot of activity, a lot of newness. And when the Knight of Rods shows up, you're ready for it. You're ready to jump right in. I love that. Um, You know, you're definitely concerned that you might get overwhelmed, but... I don't know, the Knight of of Rods is ready for it. And your next card you got here is the Chariot. We're getting a lot of Chariot cards tonight. Um, Yes, you're so ready to move to a brand new town. I mean, the Chariot, when it's very literal and on the nose, it often does talk about moving to a new place, changing residences, changing jobs. You're doing all of these things. So the Chariot is very much your friend. Will it be a little bumpy? Perhaps, but uh, I think you've got it. You've got the energy for it with the Knight of Rods. And then, and this made me so happy, new nurse, I'm going to call you new nurse. Um, Your final card is the nine of pentacles, which is a gorgeous card about relaxing and enjoying the fruits of your labor. This is good. You've made a good move. You've worked hard. You're going to enjoy this new phase of your life. Um, I don't think you need to get worried about being overwhelmed. I think you're going to be able to handle it uh, because all three of those cards are cards that can really handle it (laughs) they can handle it and they can enjoy it so very happy for you okay now let's move on to the room okay um olive here you are and how can the tarot help you tonight you're muted so okay great hi
1: hi Hi, how are you hi i'm okay um uh i was i was doing things i feel unprepared Um, okay a little breath What is my question? I feel like I have too many questions. Um but the one I keep reading, What's the first one that pops into your mind. Maybe like love and romance. Um yeah, so I have been single and mostly celibate for like over a decade. So it kind of it feels like a big deal okay. um to re-enter the world of dating and um yeah I guess I don't know I have a few questions that are like mulling around in my mind which is just like should I be kind of actively putting myself out there should I just keep waiting and working on myself and like be open to what comes along um and I, I also have very specific questions about like monogamy or if I should even possibly consider reopening dating with like a poly, polyamory kind of mindset, or if that's just like a terrible idea for me.
0: So yeah, these are questions. Okay. I'm picking cards for all of them. I'm picking your monogamy cards right now. And now I'm going to say, what does it look like if you walk towards or, you know, set the intention that you want to be in a more polyamorous situation um, in dating. Okay. So the first three cards I picked with the top uh, tarot is what does it look like for you to put yourself out there? Oh wow. It looks it looks really good, Olive. It doesn't look like it's without bumps, but I think that honestly, you know, to have been out of the game for 10 years, you're going to have some bumps, right? Um the bumpy part looks smaller than the positive part. So the very first card you got is the 3 of cups. Um and that is a beautiful card. It is romantic, it's emotional, it's affectionate. It's about just like Sharing your emotional self with other people and feeling lovely. It's Mercury and Cancer. It's super sweet. I love this. This is a really, really nice card for someone who's like dipping their toes back into that water. Um, the the third card that I picked for you is the Six of Swords. And that's really cool too, because that's also saying that it's a smart, wise thing for you to do. It's it is actually like, to me, this would suggest like the timing is right, Um you know, you, as far as like putting yourself out there, like specifically taking action, because that's what I was thinking about. That's what I thought you were saying. So it does look like it's actually really cool for you to do that. And it's also a Mercury card. It's Mercury in Aquarius. And that's cool because, again, Mercury is about... That's where, that's where my Mercury is. Oh, no way. Oh, that's great. You know, I mean, I think the Aquarius is there to show that this is like a radical step for you, you know. Um, But again, Mercury, it's about communicating, opening yourself up to this type of communication with other humans, communicating what you want, who you are. Now, the middle card is a little bit of a rough one, but you can handle it. It's the Seven of Swords. Um, It's called Futility and it's Moon and Aquarius. So the reason this is a hard card is that um, we get, we build up like a plan in our mind, and we, we overshoot what we're capable of, okay? So like, if you want to take it slow, take it slow. It's really okay. I mean, if you put yourself out there and then you find that you... I don't know, get your feelings hurt or you get disappointed or any of the myriad of like, you know, negative things that happen to anybody when they're dating, like try not to write a story about that. I remember when I was first starting dating uh, for the first time sober after being in a long relationship and a friend of mine, who's a real hoe, who's this gay boy who I adore. I was like, you are just like such a hoe. Like, what do I do? You know, like, how do I get my game back? And he said, you've got to be ready to be rejected a lot. And that was like, so such interesting information. It wasn't what I was expecting, but it's true. You know, when you put yourself out there, you open yourself up to, you know, connections that work or don't work. So I think you are going to find things that work, but if, if at first you don't, don't let that, you know, send you away because that's just par for the course. Now I did all also pick cards for not doing that. How Interesting. Um, you know, it would, you got the fool, the hermit and the four of cups for just like not putting yourself out there, just kind of continuing to work on yourself. Um, It's very interesting. I mean, the fool card, it's, it's funny to see the fool about doing what you're already doing, right? So I wonder if that fool card is showing up
1: there because- That it feels like, like it feels significant to kind of what I am doing. The kind of, kind of healing work that I'm doing right now feels like it feels, it feels like very very much like a full energy where I'm just really trying to like be in the moment and trust in the universe and, um, like deeply being present with joy, like moment to moment.
0: Yeah. That's really great. Well, you know, and with the with the hermit card, like I was saying earlier, the hermit card really comes up a lot of times when we are alone, when we're not partnered. And it's about work that we can best do when we're not partnered, connections with ourselves that can sometimes feel like the most authentic um, in that moment, the most helpful. So it actually does look really powerful for you to just leave it up to fate in that way um, and to keep doing this healing work. I mean, hopefully, even if you're in a relationship, you'll still be doing you know, healing work, we always have to do that stuff. The four of cups is interesting. It's like, you know, there is, it's like, you're very emotionally stable. There is this like, um, prioritizing of emotional stability. Um, But it's, it's the kind of emotional stability that happens because there's nobody there to bump into us, right? Um, like in, in this, in this rendition, in the, in the top deck, all the water is just pouring into the other cups. They're just pouring into themselves. They're not spilling out into the ocean. The ocean's not spilling into them. So it's about almost the sa- the emotional safety of being self-contained, um, which is a real thing. And again, very helpful sometimes it's also a little, the water is choppy, which is a reminder that like, we can't always stay like that forever
1: but maybe this is still the time for you to do that right now. I mean, those are yeah. two big. I'm, I'm covering some like pretty major stuff. So it's like, you okay. know, I think, uh, okay. I think there could be some wisdom there still, but I'm also just curious, you know, I'm curious. <laughs> <laughs> it yeah. looks like, I mean, it looks like it, you could, you
0: could put yourself out there and it looks like you might get a little, as I, I, as I'm hearing, you know, more from you and understanding the messages a little bit better, you might end up feeling like, oh, this was too much too fast you know,
1: with that Mm -hmm. futility card. Um, There's there's like a trauma history and like, you know, there's a lot. There's a lot to unpack. Yeah. Well, it's so cool that you're focusing on yourself like this and,
0: and taking, you know, your own self so seriously is so admirable and cool. Um, the cards I, p- I picked for um, monogamy versus non-monogamy are really interesting. For monogamy, you got the hereophant who is like so monogamous, right? He's just like, we're doing it the traditional way. There's a lot of safety here. There's a lot of richness here. Um, but on either side of that, you get the nine of swords, which is cruelty and the eight of wands, um, which is swiftness. Um, so it seems like there's a little bit, it's powerful and it's alluring, but there's, it seems like there's also something there that is a little bit
1: hard. Have you had a difficult time in monogamous situations before? I mean, I just have like, I'm like a Pisces sun, Pisces rising and Leo moon, but then I have all this like uh, Aquarius in my chart. And I don't know, I feel like this really big split in me between wanting freedom. Like I would be very happy with like, having a whole bunch of people who are faithful just to me, but they don't have their their own <laughs> other
0: partners, you know? That is so funny. Yeah, I do know. I relate to a lot of what you're saying. I feel, I feel split between these two as well. <laughs> um, but yeah, it does look like, you know, it, 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 it looks like polyamory might be a little bit more satisfying for you if and when you do decide to like get out there. For polyamory, your final card is the lust card, which is so beautiful. And it is Leo, you know? And you said you have like a... Do you say you have a Leo moon? Yeah, it's going to be very satisfying to you to feel free and like there's no end to the possibilities romantically and sexually playfully. And there's also two people cards here, the Prince of Cups and the Queen of Discs. The Prince of Cups is very, and this could be people, you know, these could be people that come into your life. If so, one is maybe a slightly tormented Scorpio sort, maybe masculine energy. And one is really strong and grounded, um, earth sign sort, uh, more Capricorn femme energy. But it could also be your energy. And it could be that, you know, What I'm seeing a little bit here is that in either situation, you might feel a little unsatisfied and that sucks, but that just might be something for you to sort out. Both of these readings have a powerful major arcana rooting it. The Hierophant really is very monogamous. And so it's a great card to get for monogamy. The Lust card is really wonderful for polyamory. And then you have, you know, the cruelty card, which is like, oh, but monogamy is hard. And then on the polyamory side, you get the Prince of Cups who can't quite make up their mind. You know, they're like really indecisive and and tormented. I think what this is showing you is that you, you truly don't necessarily know. And maybe, you know, maybe the situation is that there isn't one that's better, right? It's like both of them have, you know, both of them offer something really concrete and beautiful. And both of them also require sacrifice of you you know, and that's just life. So, you know, and and that's not to say you're gonna be miserable in either situation. I don't think that that's true. The polyamory looks a little better, honestly. Um, But, you know, I I don't want to discount the monogamy because it looks like there's also a lot of beautiful bonding and closeness and stability there.
1: So the hero is also my, my, uh, my like lifetime card and tarot numerology. Oh, interesting. interesting. Well, you
0: know, it seems like um, you're in a real crossroads right now is what this looks like. Um, but, but as Bob was saying, this is how confusing all my own tarot reads have been recently. I mean, you know, we always want like perfect clarity from the tarot. And I love when we get a reading, like I just gave that the nurse, the new nurse, where it's like, huzzah, your new life is rad. But a lot of times we're in the process of working through a lot, a lot of stuff and more is going to be revealed, Right. Like, it looks like you're not necessarily even going to pick the right now. It looks like you might still be in your full, you know, hermit, focusing on your self-practice right now. But I think that maybe, you know, when the time comes that you're actually having to face, um, you know, face these questions with another person or other people, then I think more will be revealed and you'll probably get a more powerful and
1: decisive tarot reading. Hopefully. Mm -hmm. Okay. This is so helpful. So, i oh, so, so glad that in spite of it being a little bit, you know, not important. So it just possible. makes it feel like it, it feels clarifying to be like, yeah, I think just focusing on myself for now and feeling like the future holds endless possibilities. So. That
0: is so great. And it does. It
1: always does.
0: Good luck to you, Olive, on your healing journey and everything else.
1: Thank you. You're welcome. You.
0: Bye. Wow. Okay, that's cool. All right, you guys, I got another, another uh, question that came in into my Instagram and uh, it seems like it could be messy. Let's see, let's see how messy it is. Okay, I'm moving states soon and basically starting over, finding a new job, wanting to meet new people, focus on myself and healing. Love this, I love this healing vibe. Okay, I currently live with my ex and we're on good friend terms. I keep going back and forth on if I should move with her or not. Ideally, if I had the money to move alone, I would. And I think I would be happier. But the economy right now is rough. And I think I could potentially be less stressed with having a roommate. I'm just not sure if I can focus on myself and enter this new chapter of my life with her still there. But also not sure if I can totally do it all by myself. Any guidance would be helpful. Oh my God, right? This question, I mean, this is like, this is such a lesbian question. You know what I mean? It's like, it's just sort of like, can I just bring... Can I just bring my ex with me everywhere? Can I just bring my collect my collection of of lesbian exes with me everywhere? You know, not that anyone's necessarily identifying as a lesbian, but you know what I'm talking about, you guys, queers by any other name. Um okay. There's what I think and there's what the tarot thinks. So let me just tell you what I think. If you would ideally like to move alone because you think you'd be happier, well Jesus, I think <laughs> Jamie says U-Haul vibes, yes. I think that you should bet on your own happiness 100%. Um, will it be a little rougher you know, economically? Maybe, but can you do it? Probably. I mean, when I'm in situations like this, sometimes I just have to step back and think other people move on towards their happiness without bringing their ex with them. I bet I can too. <laughs> I really do take a lot of uh, support just knowing other people have done this, right? And sh- certainly other people have done it, but I did pick tarot cards for you, Okay what does it look like for you to drag to drag your ex into your new life with you? Um, I'm reading with this gorgeous deck called the she wolf tarot that I love so much. It's psychological and a lot about healing and, but also about like the occult in like ancient Egypt. It's so cool. So the very first card I picked for you is the eight of cups followed by the ace of cups and then the Knight of cups. So, you know, the eight of cups is not that great. Um, You know, especially the image of it right here, it's this picture of a naked woman who's standing in the middle of a big black hole, and it's been replicated into infinity. It's just like this infinity of this same sad-looking white woman standing in a black hole. Don't let this be you. It looks like, oh, no, you're a little it's going to feel like you're a little stuck. Okay. I don't like that. Saturn, the planet Saturn is literally hanging over them. Um, so wow. I don't know. It seems like it's Saturn energy. That's making you, that's telling you that you have to be stuck. You know, Saturn telling you that like, you need to do the safe, the safer thing economically, you know, physically, (sighs) it gets better though. If you do decide to do this, you are acting out of fear. Um, but you do end up moving into the Ace of Cups. So I like that. It is possible for you to have this new surge of individuality, a new emotional cycle, meeting new people, all those things that you're talking about, hitting the reset button on your life. You will be able to do that, even if you do drag (laughs) your ex in a U-Haul with you into your new life, okay? The final card is the Knight of Cups. You know, the Knight of Cups has come up earlier. Um, In this picture... He's this like really hunky dude with long hair who's like in the ocean. Um, So, you know, the Knight of Cups is very uh, emotionally active. And usually, you know, he's known to be making a romantic offering. Are are you going to end up getting back with your ex? Is your ex going to confuse this and have feelings for you? I'm a little unsure about the Knight of Cups here because I like to think about him as making a beautiful offering, um, mostly towards yourself. And this isn't quite that, right? This is not a scenario where you're making... A trusting offering to your happiness. It's kind of the opposite. So, a bit of a mixed bag, but not terrible. But listen, what should I call this person? I'm going to call this person um, a new chapter. Listen, new chapter. This is what you got for not going with your ex and going it alone, as scary as it may be. Here's what you got. Your very first card is the chariot. All hail the chariot. Am I right? You guys were getting a lot of chariots today and they're really positive and they're really excellent. Um, again, the chariot when it's literal and it often is, it's about moving and about you can do it. You're doing a great beautiful positive thing for yourself. Take off. You know, you, you can do it on your own. Is it going to be a little bumpier without that sort of security blanket? It's like my my son has this like ratty little square of a blanket he had since he was a baby that he just keeps around. It's called his nini. It's really cute. It's cute when a 7-year-old has a nini. But you don't want to bring your living Nini with you <laughs> to your new life. Okay, this is interesting. Going Alone, the next card you get is called Cosmic Union. Wow, I mean, Cosmic Union... This is, it's a very huge card. It's very mystical. It's, it's, um, it's not just major arcana. It's like this secret arcana that the creator of this deck made just for this, just for this tarot deck. So I feel like it's actually very important for you to go by yourself. Like you're going to have a cosmic union with yourself. You might meet somebody who you have soulmate vibes with that, like, are you going to be able to really dive into it if your ex is hanging out at home? I don't know. That might be a little weird, even if you guys are friends. Um, and then your final card to just belabor that point, is the lust card, okay? Again, Leo, sex, love, play, freedom. Ah, three major arcana cards here, a new chapter. This is your new chapter. Chariot, cosmic union, lust, that's your new chapter. The other ones, not a new chapter. Same old chapter and trying to make the best of it. You will make the best of it. You know, I think we all know, sometimes we make a choice that's not the best choice for us. Our life doesn't totally fall apart, right? We keep going. We figure it out. You would do that too, but you should know because you asked the tarot and the tarot answered you. There's a much bigger, more beautiful cosmic path available for you if you do it alone. Okay, cool. Now, who is in the room? Um, I just want to say you're listening to Ask the Tarot. Hello, anyone who has shown up halfway. Hello to new people. Hello to old friends. Everyone's welcome here. You want a tarot reading, fling your hand up. I'll try to call on you. If you feel shy, you can send me your question on my Instagram at Michelle Teaz, T-E-A-Z. We do this every Thursday at six o'clock uh, Pacific, nine Eastern. And all of our back episodes of these shows, you can find them over on Spotify. Look for my podcast, um, Your Magic. In the Your Magic thread, you will find back episodes. Okay, cool. All right. Now, let me see who's hanging out. Who's hanging out? Um, Jackie. Okay, Jackie.
3: Here you go. You're on. Hello? Hi. Um, yeah. So, um, I don't really have a question. I just kind of wanted more of like a vibe check. I've had um I've had like a death in the family and had had a lot of like changes. So, I just kind of want to know um like what I need for myself and also like In my relationship, just because I feel like everything's been feeling kind of off lately. Okay. I just need to know like what the cards like want to tell me. Okay, let's see. Let's see what the message from the tarot is. Just sort of blending all these different things in your
0: life and really bringing it back to you. And like, what is the vibe right now for you? Okay. Oh, you know, I just want to tell you right off the bat, Jackie, that you have the moon card. Okay. And so, yeah, it makes sense that you're feeling a little awkward. Don't feel normal when the moon card is here. Okay. Um, yeah, we don't, it's like, we're going through a change. We're going through a phase we're integrating a lot. I mean, my goodness, if you've had a death in the family and then other changes, I mean, even if you're not consciously thinking about it, like your psyche is constantly metabolizing and assimilating all this information. So, um, So, you know, just know that like there's nothing wrong with with how you're feeling. I mean, I'm sure it feels yucky and uncomfortable, but it's how in a sense you're supposed to be feeling right now, if that makes sense. Um, And hopefully that's a little bit of a relief. Also, the moon card does not stick around. It does pass. Um, It takes its time, but it passes. Um, It is the last card of the three that I pulled for you. So you might be in it for a little bit longer. Um, Don't be scared if you are. Um, And let me get to the other two cards. The first card that came here is the art card. Um, This is a really interesting card. It is a riff on the temperance card that uh, Aleister Crowley, he replaced the temperance card with this other card called art. And it's about a lot of different things. It's really about alchemy. It's about taking two things that are kind of different and, and possibly even oppositional bringing them together and creating a whole new thing. So in that way, it is ta- it does talk about marriages and relationships and about bringing people who are different together and to create a third thing, which is the relationship and the energy between them. So, um, you know, it is a positive card. So you did mention your relationship. Um, I'm guessing there's something up with it. I don't know what, but it does look like, looking at the art card to me, I would say that you guys probably have a strong um a strong base together, a strong strong affinity for each other. There's something there between you. Um, and also since it is called art, it really does literally mean art. So if there's any, if you have any sort of creative practice, really see if you can fight, take some refuge in that right now. If you have always like wondered if you should have a creative practice, this might be a great time to take some of this energy and put it into writing, painting, singing, dancing, anything that feels attractive to you um, that you're not already doing. And if you already have a practice, again, really bringing all of these, um, this weird moment into your art, I think would be helpful for you and for your art. And your middle card here, this is really interesting, is the Knight of Discs. And, you know, just, just the way the moon makes us feel a little stuck the Knight of Disks is also stuck. He's not moving. I mean, he's a neutral card. Often it's fine that the Knight of Disks is not moving. And I think it's also fine if you're not moving right now. But I think it just probably doesn't feel good with that Moon card there. But just, you know, the Knight of Disks, um, he's really grounded, you know, and he's deciding not to move right now because it's what's best for him. So... I don't know. I I think that he is there to give you a message of like, how can you ground into your life right now? How can you ground yourself? um, How can you be in a deeper acceptance of where you are and just let yourself feel weird and just be like, this is my weird period, you know? Lots of people go through weird periods of feeling unmoored or unfamiliar to themselves. Um, And again, you know, with having gone through what you've gone through, changes and loss, it makes so much sense. Um, You know, if you can... I, I want to hope that your partner can be a resource for you and can stand beside you. Um, I don't know if if that's something you need to talk to them about and let them know that you need that from them, and maybe they can rise to the occasion. But yeah, you're going to be in this for a minute, and so you really just want to be as kind to yourself as possible. And um, you know, you you want to stay away from like coping mechanisms right now that you know aren't good, right? So if you have a tendency to drink too much, I don't know, like uh hang out with people who make you feel bad i don't know like do negative self talk i don't know whatever if there's anything that you um kind of veer towards when you're feeling a, a little a little strange and you know it's not healthy don't do it because it will it will exacerbate the situation right now does that make sense
3: yeah that definitely makes sense um i have been feeling like a, a lot stuck i guess lately um and i guess there's just like so many changes that are coming up like in my future like I'm deciding to see if I should move to like New York or if I should stay. Um, so that's just something that I've been trying to like not focus on and just like stay grounded on the present. So yeah, that definitely makes sense. And with the art card and the marriage and relationship, that that also makes a lot of sense because I feel like it has been really good. But I just want to know that it's not just me thinking that, that it's actually... it it is it is going good so yeah that makes sense thank you
0: yeah absolutely it would make sense with the moon and the night of discs that like everything feels so weird that you can't even necessarily trust your perception when the moon card comes up it can be really hard for us to trust our own perceptions but with that art card I would say that you that your relationship probably is doing really well um and you know I I would recommend try not to future trip try not to be scared of the future like if um You know, if you if you don't have to really think about moving yet, then don't and just think about it when it comes. But I would just trust that, like, if you do, if you are being called to move, that it will be a beautiful thing for you. That's what I think. Um, And, you know, just even if it's bumpy, even if there's there's uh, things that need to be worked out. um, I think that it would only only be a nice thing for you to move on if you're being called to do that.
3: Thank you so much, Michelle. You're welcome, Jackie. Good luck to you. Thank you. Oh, man,
0: didn't I just love Jackie's little voice. I liked it. Oh, my God, Jamie, you're a librarian, a.k.a. a, a saint, a miracle worker, a magical person. I love librarians, you guys. are like the best. Yes, thank you for your service, Jamie. Um, okay, I got another very little, little, this reading was so little, that came in that I could barely even do it. Okay, here it is. I was wondering if you could ask the tarot about what I need to know about what's coming up concerning my love and work slash school. Thank you. (laughs) Okay, I said, why not? Sometimes these little readings are far more challenging than the big ones, but at least, I, you know, I can't really put my own two cents into a reading like this because I don't know what the hell's going on. Um, I grabbed a gorgeous deck called The Wandering Star. I really recommend it, especially folks who are just starting out with tarot, maybe feeling a little intimidated. All of the cards, they're really beautiful and, um, there's a lot of representation. There's people of color in them and they all have all these little words on the actual card that kind of suggest, um, that suggests what the card's about. So it's really, it's really helpful. It helps you memorize them. Okay. So I picked some cards about love, three cards for love. And I don't know anything about the mist this mystery qu- querent who I'll just call miss mystery, miss mystery. Um, I'll just call them Mr. Mystery, mix mystery. Um, So I don't know if they're in a relationship looking for one. Here is what I got the page of pentacles. Okay. Um, somebody who's just kind of coming into their skill. Someone who's just coming into, uh, I'm looking at the words written on it, even though I know tarot pretty well, it's really hard to not just look at it. And it's like, it says talent. It says skill, you know, it's a, it's a really helpful cheat deck for me. Um, but it really, the page of pentacles is also always about someone who's just finding their footing. You know, they're kind of new at stuff. Um, and then there's the 9 of cups, which is such a beautiful emotional happy card. It's like filled with love. It is very romantic. But then you guys, 10 of swords. 10 of swords in this illustration is a skull, a crying skull with a third eye pierced with swords. It's a great illustration actually. Um so wow, there's a couple things I want to say about this. I don't know if this querent is in a relationship it looks like it might not work out, okay? In spite of your optimism, in spite of your hope and all of your beautiful feelings, and it might be like a new relationship um, or or you might, mystery, mis- mixed mystery might be um, somebody who's very new at relationships. Um, so, you know, maybe maybe you're not in a relationship and you're looking for one and that's what you wanted to see. Um, you know, we all get our heart broken. We all put ourselves out there and and get, you know, 10 swords through our skulls. So that might happen to you, and you will learn more about yourself, others, the nature of love, the nature of emotions. You know, you will grow from the page of pentacles into, you know, the knight, the king, the queen of pentacles eventually. So it, it looks like it's a little bit of a hard learning process for you with love right now, um, regardless of whether you're in a relationship or looking for one. And I'm sorry to to give you that news. However, Work, school, career stuff, your vocation, your reason for being on this planet looks good, okay? Um, Again, not without some bumps at all, but it looks good. Um, The very first card is the Knight of Pentacles. And, you know, we just talked about the Knight of Pentacles. It has a different vibe in this deck. um, It is a lot about, like, prosperity and investments and just, like, really being grounded. So it's like, to me, it seems like if you want to put all your energy... Take some energy away from the love sphere and really inject it into your work, your passion, whatever it is, your school. That would be really good for you, really good for you. Um, and you see, we've already moved up from the page to the knight in the suit of pentacles, and that's really nice. Then you get the sun. I love that. I love that you get the sun. It's a major arcana. I think that whatever it is you're doing, whatever you're going to school for, it's the right thing. You're, you know, you've put yourself in the right place to um, to let your light shine, right? Um, Your final card here, Five of Swords. You do have a Swords card. So there is going to be some sort of loss or a conflict. There is something that like doesn't go your way, some sort of defeat or disappointment. Um, But I really, it's not going to stop you. The sun is so much bigger than the Five of Swords. What I see here is that, you are in the, you're in the light, you know, you're in the light you're meant to be in. And it's all about staying in that light through good times and bad. Okay. So again, if there's a way you can just learn from whatever the hardship is that comes for you, um, learn from it, but don't let it derail you. Um, Jamie feels like the sun. Well, that's awesome. Oh my God. You guys, it is seven o'clock. I have to go because guess what? Tomorrow I'm going to New Orleans. Yes, that's right. I'm going to New Orleans. I am still on a book tour for my new book, Knocking Myself Up. And I'm going to be at um, the Garden District Bookshop tomorrow in New Orleans. I'm so excited. The next night on Saturday night, I'm going to be at uh, the bookshop. It's called, I believe it's called The Bookshop in Nashville. It's in East Nashville. If you're in New Orleans, come and see me. If you're in Nashville, come and see me. I'm even going to be in Memphis uh, the next day on Sunday signing books at Novel, the bookstore called Novel. Um, you guys are the best. I love doing this so much. Um, I will be here next Thursday and I will be live from Leeds, England. I'm going to be in the freaking UK and I'm going to be doing this at three o'clock in the morning, my time, like I did on my honeymoon. But I wouldn't miss this for the world, you guys. I love it. Um, I will put pictures of the decks I used on my Instagram. And yeah, go hang out in the Discord, be friends, have community, send me your questions on my Instagram if you like. I'll see you next week. And until then, have have a great one. Thanks you guys for being here. friends remember to catch ask the tarot live right here on spotify every thursday at 9 p.m eastern you can join me for a journey through the cycles of life love aspiration all in real time want me to do a reading for you just download the spotify live app for free today it's available in the app store and you can join me every week i go live you'll be able to meet really unique people chat with other listeners and even ask questions of your own Remember, you can always listen to Ask the Tarot live on Spotify every Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern. Want to be part of the conversation? Download the Spotify Live app for free today and make sure to follow the Ask the Tarot show page to be notified every time we go live.